Brookline, 1968, three weeks previous. They brought him silently into the little room. Ricky had been down this road before, only the last time it was at Victorwood in the Hamptons, and he had gone willingly. This was retreat number three. It was starting to get annoying. He hung his head, staring at the floor, putting on the performance of a lifetime. Did he feel remorseful? Not even a little bit. But he wanted out of this place. Brookline Hospital. It might have been a loony bin, but it sounded as pompous and stupid as the retreat centers. He didn't want anything to do with it. I need to see my parents, he said. Talking made them grip his arms more tightly. One of the orderlies pulled a restraining mask into view, and Ricky didn't need to put on an act to look shocked. Whoa, hey, there's no need for that. I just want to talk to my mom. You gotta understand, there's been some kind of mistake. If I could just talk to her. Okay, kid, sure, a mistake. The orderly chuckled. He was taller and stronger than Ricky, and bucking against him was futile. We don't want to hurt you, Rick. We're trying to help you. But my mother, we've heard that one before, a thousand times. He had a nice voice, this orderly. Gentle, kind. It was always like that. Sweet voices saying sweet things, covering up dark, mean intentions. Those voices wanted to change him. Sometimes he was even tempted to let them. I need to see my parents, he repeated calmly. It was hard to sound anything but terrified when he was being hauled into a cell in a place he didn't know, a cell in an asylum. Please, just let me talk to them. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I think I really can make them understand. That's all over now, the orderly said. Now we're going to take care of you. Your parents will come get you when you're feeling better. Warden Crawford is the best, the other man said. His voice was just as warm, but his gaze was cold as he stared at, through Ricky. Like Ricky wasn't there at all, or if he was, he was just a speck of dirt. He really is the best, the taller orderly added mechanically. Ricky fought them at that. He had heard those words before, about other doctors, other specialists. It was code. It was all code. Everything these people in resorts and hospitals said. They never said what they really had in mind, which was that he would never get out never be free, until he became a different person altogether. The taller, stronger orderly on his right swore under his breath, struggling to hold on to Ricky's arm and reach for something out of Ricky's view. The room was cold, chilled from the spring rain outside, and the lights were too bright, bleached and pale like the rest of the room. The outdoors had never felt farther away. Maybe it was just a few feet to the wall, 
and then a few inches of brick, but the free air may as well have been on the other side of a mile of concrete. This is your choice, the orderly said with a grunting sigh. You make the choices here on how we treat you, Rick. Ricky knew that wasn't true, so he fought harder, tossing his weight from side to side, trying to smash his forehead into one of them and break their grip. Their voices became far off almost the second the needle slid into his arm, pricking harder than usual, biting deep into the vein. I just want to see them, Ricky was saying, crumpling slowly to the linoleum. I can make them understand. Of course you can, but you should rest now. Your parents will be back to see you before you know it. Soothing words. Nonsense.